It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hey, are you looking for a show with no spin, with no jazz, without all the noise? Well, welcome. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. If you're looking for that type of show and that type of action and some straight out real talk, real news, real Bible conversation, you have made it to the right podcast. Body of Christ Real Talk is for you. Love you all. Peace out. Stay tuned for Body of Christ Real Talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Make a joyful noise. Make a joyful praise in the Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow, technology, technology, man, is awesome. Technology is really cool, it's really awesome. I praise God, you know. I thank God, I really do thank God for uh, podcasting, you know. I really thank God, you know, that he gave men and women the ability to make technology like this. And I know it's a lot of people use it for negative reasons and for the evil for this world. You know, the YouTubes, the Facebooks and stuff like that. But also it can be used, saints, for the glory of God. Now, if you don't have no other way to get God's message out there because limited spaces of renting out or the expenses of renting out churches or renting out certain areas and everything like that that's going to come out your pockets or put a burden on people that goes to your uh, congregation or your building. I'm going to tell you right now, there's many different ways. Now, I know there's nothing like physical fellowship, you know, there's nothing like physical fellowship. So I understand that. I get it. I'm, I like physical fellowship myself, you know. But since the pandemic and everything like that, or, you know, all that going on, a lot of things have changed. Satan tried, he thought he hit a home run with the pandemic. Satan really thought he hit a home run with the pandemic. Now, I'm just saying, I don't know if he did or not, but I'm just saying it, you know. If Satan thought he hit a home run with the pandemic, it did slow a lot of people down. Christians, believers, you know, gatherings, get-togethers and buildings and, uh, you know, facilities and stuff like that. But what happened even through that, technology has gotten even a little stronger. It was getting stronger anyway, but the... uh, that, That situation led me to getting into podcasting. I never had a desire. I never knew what podcasting was. I reiterate on that. I never knew what podcasting was. I knew what radio was, but I didn't have a desire to do radio podcasts, and I liked it to uh, to talk to people and teach, teach. I always had a desire. God gave me a gift and a desire to minister and teach his word. He gave me a, a desire and a gift to teach his word. 
And so I always had a desire to do that. But I like to get in groups and everything like that. And uh, I used to go to the library and invite a few people and everything. There wasn't big crowds or nothing like that. And it probably would have grew, but the pandemic hit. So I was doing Bible teachers and Bible studies, mainly Bible teaching and libraries and, you know, little small groups and stuff like that. So it's nothing like that. But when those lights got kind of knocked out or you just been put on hold with this so-called new normal they like to call it I don't like to call it that well this some somewhat new normal technology more people got more involved in remote things even from jobs and ministry more people got into podcasting and radio including myself some people been in there with for years but I'm just talking about the ones that discovered uh you know, in their lifetime, podcasting and radio like myself. So let me digress. I think it's all the podcasting could be used so much for God's glory, podcasting and radio, especially these days when you can't get together or people are afraid to get together. You know, that pandemic made a lot of people afraid. Some people became germaphobic because of the pandemic, you know. But, you know, so. In my case, it's been a blessing to me because it led me to search a way to get God's word out and to teach other things that people need to hear in a biblical perspective, like body of Christ, real talk, and for the believers connecting the dots, my Bible teaching uh, podcast. So that's what got me into podcasting. I didn't even know what podcasting was. I'm still learning how to use podcasting. You can tell that because I don't do no editing. I don't even know how to use the editing good. You know, and it depends on the followers and stuff like that. So I just do a lot of unedited podcasting. I do a lot of unediting podcasts. Why? Because I wanted to feel just like it, it will if you in a church gathering. You ain't got time to stop and try to make things perfect when you're speaking. You get that's what you get when you speak it out. You know, whatever the minister is ministering, whatever he's preaching, or whatever he's teaching, that's what you get. You get the cough, you get the sneezing, you get the snorting, and the baby crying. It seems more real. Now I'm not saying that's a good thing. I understand the uh the concepts of radio and podcasting. Now it's good to edit certain things, but my podcast, I don't think I need to really edit a lot of it unless it's just really the sound is just really messed up and messed you know funky and all that uh, funky I'm not saying I didn't say that F-U-C-K I say funky uh, funky 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 mean bad messed up that's all I mean I'm talking about nothing smell bad or nothing like that so don't take that wrong when I say funky when I say things are funky and messed up I'm talking about F-U-N-K-Y as in bad messed up not with the smell or nothing like that okay let me get that out there people take things the wrong way say I'm cussing I, I don't know it no I'm not but anyway I should have used another word <laughs> let me put it that way but I thank God for podcasting and especially uh, the podcasts that I do you know fast, uh, Anchor Anchor is free uh, you know, Anchor is called Spotify Podcast. Now it's called Spotify Podcast. You know, you can get some free time on Anchor. It's easy to set up and everything. And whatever on your heart or your mind, you know, you can just let it out on podcast. You can open up your heart. It's good for uh, uh, introverts because it's a lot of people cannot talk in an open crowd or talk physically to nobody, but they can really let loose 
when they're on radio or podcast, they can really open up their heart because you ain't worried about nobody looking at you or seeing you or your expressions or nothing like that. So you can let a lot of things out for some people that's an introvert. You know, you have a lot of entertainers or some like introverts, like the Michael Jacksons and the Prince. And a lot of people was kind of closed in, whatever like that. But they open up when they're on stage. Now, you know, stuff like that. So it depends whatever melts your butter. But I thank God for podcasting. It helps me to even reach even more people that I would have never reached if I was doing it in a regular group session and everything like that. Okay. now that's not what I'm here to talk about. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Body of Christ Real talk. I got a lot to talk about. And I got a lot to talk about. But let me just let me just talk about let me just say something here. Right uh out. I have been doing a little couple of sections. First of all, uh my three hundred episode was the last episode. Yay! My three hundred episode. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. My three hundred episode. I done that on my last podcast if you didn't hear my last podcast i recommend you go check it out it's about you know learning how to make extra money without finding another job simple as that learning how to make extra income without finding another job or giving up your job you know nothing to get more into that i got into gurus and a definition of gurus you know and different things like that and what you need to watch out for and what you need to look out for i got into things like that in the first two examples not the reason i done that because i w- i'm 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 finna i'm finna go i'm finna i'm finna get into that because my situation and the reason I can talk about that with gurus and different things like that, because I got involved in a lot of stuff like that. Not being a guru, but I have been uh, hoodwinked about booze and everything because I wanted to make some extra money. I always had a desire since I was in my teens to my adults to have my own. And I remember years ago, man, I remember years ago when I used to see a lot of infomercials. And I seen this program and it was about it was a it was a a, a know-how book how to make a lot of money different things like that I forgot what was what was the concept of it but I remember ordering those books you have to resell them or do something like that but I've done a lot of things man to make some extra money I got into multi-level marketing I got into network marketing and stuff like that man I mean I'm just I got into that uh that that network multi-level marketing man when you put money in an envelope you start off with this is this is embarrassing to talk about, but this is what I did. I was in you put money in envelope, you put a couple of dollars in the envelope, and you get an address, you just send it to somebody, and you will trust the more people you send it to, you will trust that people will do the same thing or send something back to you it It was something like that, man, you know it was something crazy, but I believed it. I really believed it, man. And I mean, I, I was doing all kind of things like that. I never was doing it because I wanted to get over nobody. I never was a, a, sna- a, 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 a snake oil, you know, salesman or nothing like that. I was, I meant it from my heart. I just wanted to be wealthy then. I wanted to have my own. Growing up, I, I often wanted that when I was younger to have my own. You know, that always been an aspiration and a desire for me to do that now 
that's what I want to talk about. I want to bounce off or piggyback what I left out. And I'm not going to get too much into the gurus today, but I'm going to kind of finish off and then I'm going to lead into something else that could help us as sincere people to, to get some type of side hustle. You might want to call it that legally, not illegal. There's a lot of side hustles that's illegal. And I'm talking about illegal hustles. I ain't talking about selling squares and selling wow all on trains like some of my brothers and sisters do, which I just uh, turns my stomach because there's just so many ways to make some extra income without doing this stuff illegally. And, you know, uh, and I'm going to say this as a black ethnic group, especially young people. When I ride that train and I see them going back and forth, man, they selling cigarettes, man, they selling Lau. Lau is marijuana. That's what Lau, they call it here in Chicago. I don't know if it's all around, but here in Chicago, they call it Lau. And they get on that train, they go back and forth, and they say, Lau, 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 Lau. And it's so aggravating, man. It's just aggravating. They hit them, Lau, 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 Lau. They don't even have no kind of courtesy or respect for nobody on that train that bothers me more than anybody young or old they selling all kind of illegal paraphernalia on that train and not even caring man you know it's no morals you know and they call it a hustle I'm making it my hustle they do it with pride man they do it with pride they get out there and they get on that hustle illegally just imagine Legally, you have that same aggressiveness. You have that same hustle. You have that same outlook. What you can do. Because a lot of them make a lot of money. Most of them don't. That's that's what happens when you're doing any type of hustle or independent business. You know, most make some. Majority don't. Some don't make a lot because they're hooked on what they sell themselves. So you're not going to make no money. If you hooked on a certain drug or cigarettes or something like that, you're not going to make much because you're going you're gonna to wind up going in your stash. If you know what I mean, you heard that term. You're going to wind up going or dipping in your stash if you are addicted to the things that you are selling, period. When it comes to paraphernalia or anything, you know, uh, you are addicted to that, you know, selling food or whatever. If you are addicted to that certain thing, you're going to go in your stash. You're not going to make much. I used to sell marijuana. I didn't make a lot of money in marijuana because I smoked a lot of it. You know, I smoked a lot of marijuana. I didn't make a lot of more because I didn't have that business mind of selling marijuana. I didn't have that urge. You know, that's the illegal thing that I was doing when I was selling marijuana. They didn't call it loud then. They called it pot or marijuana or reefer, reefer <laughs> or bowl. You know, those are terms that we use here in Chicago in the hood then. And uh, when I sell marijuana, I sold it. Yes, to make some money. I really wanted to make some money, even though I was doing it illegally. I wasn't thinking about nobody else health. That wasn't even on my mind. But at the same time, I didn't want to see nobody get hurt. But I was just selling it for some income. You know, if I was there, but I didn't make no money. Wind up smelling, smoking in a lot and everything like that because I, you know, I was hooked on smoking it. So I wasn't able to really make money. It's just a matter of smoking a lot of it. So I wasted money. I invest more into 
marijuana than what I got coming out. Let me just put it that way. I, what I'd invested in selling marijuana, and it wasn't a lot. I lost a lot of money. Not a whole lot, because I had to put a lot into it. I didn't have no business mind. I just wanted to make a few dollars, few dollars here, a few dollars there, but really didn't. I didn't know how to market it. I didn't know how to get out there like some of the, the hood gas was good. They made a lot. They knew what good things to find. They knew what good marijuana to find. They The big thing was a Hawaiian and gold marijuana then, you know, that was a big thing, but you really have to know somebody that knew how to get it to get the best marijuana or bow or pot, that what we called it then. I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to market it. I didn't even know how to talk it. So I lost money. It's the same with legal business. It's the same thing with legal business. And that's what I want to talk about. Not illegal. I want to talk about legal business. I want to talk about a business, not so much even a side hustle. I want to talk about a business, small business. You know, anything you want to get a flow or you want some type of cash flow coming in and you want some type of something to replace your job income or something that you want extra to help in your help you out with also with your wages that you make with your job. It's a business because you want it to keep going. You want that cash flow. You want that pipeline. You know, it's a business. And a lot of us desire that. That's my desire, okay? Not just to make a few dollars, few dollars there. That's more like a hustle to me. I may be wrong. That's more like a hustle. But I'm talking about a business, not a business. Now, the business that I'm also talking about is not a business that you got to have a building. You got to have a desk or anything like that. I'm just talking about a remote business, meaning a business that I can work anywhere around the world. A business that I can work remotely. Now, I don't travel around the world. I'm just using that as an example. As an example, a business that I don't need nothing but my phone and a laptop or a tablet or whatever, that I can work it there. That's the type of business I'm talking about. You might have another, you might like the brick and mortar business. I don't care too much about a brick and mortar business. I like a remote laptop phone type of business, just like my podcast. I don't need a big studio. I don't need the fancy equipment. I don't have money like that. I, I can get it, but I'd rather not go that route. The little things I can do on my podcast on a laptop uh, and my phone is good enough for me. Excuse that I'm in an area that you might hear the heater uh, come off and on. So it might affect the sound of the podcast, but I hope not. So I what I will do, I will talk as closer to this uh, microphone that I can on this show. Okay. But at this time, I'm in the area, I'm in my room, so I'm doing a podcast. That's what, see, see, see what I mean by remotely? I can do a podcast anywhere on my phone. The majority of my phone, 95% of my podcast is on a mobile phone, believe it or not. P many people might think I'm on a sophisticated system. No, it's on my mobile phone. That's why you don't hear the, uh, the sound might not be the best, you know. Now, would I ever get a setup like that? Sure, I will. Especially when I get my own house, which I'm working on now. I'm working on Lord's willing to get my own house. Then I'm going to set up really nice and stuff like that. That is quiet and stuff like that. And got the night, the light sound, the nice sound proof, uh, proof walls and stuff like that for a podcast and stuff like that. Because on the long run, I still want to do some radio. I still want to do some radio, but for now, I'm on my phone, so you're going to hear a lot of different sounds, and I'm not going to get into editing and everything, so what you hear is what you get, just like we just talking, okay? Now, let me digress. 
I got into, you know, uh, how to, uh, I, I was talking about gurus. I was talking about gurus, and I gave you, in my last podcast, I gave you somewhat of a definition of a guru that I looked up. I looked in dictionaries and stuff like that, because that's what I do. I try not to use words. I don't know what they mean. I might have an idea, but it's best to just look it up. So I kind of looked up gurus and stuff like that, and the real meaning of guru, which is something basically India and Hinduism, they use gurus, and that's the real term of a guru, and it's mostly spiritual. A spiritual guru that give you spiritual advice and they good in spiritual things. So, but the definition is used loosely here in America and abroad. They use it as somebody that's good or expert or something they're mastered in, whether it's good or bad. They call them gurus. Okay, so I got that out the way. I'm not going to go through the, going that again. So you have some type of idea. <clears throat> Excuse me. What a guru or somewhat of a definition. You have the real definition of a guru and you have the way people here in America and abroad in other countries use the term guru. But the real definition definition is a spiritual advisor in Hinduism or some type of maybe even in, I don't know about China, Japan, but I'm just going with the definition that I read when it talks about guru, the real definition of a guru. You know, if you want to know more about the real definition, you just look that up. It's all in Google and YouTube. That'll give you a real definition of mostly any word. It's, you know, so since we talk about guruism, I, I added guruism. You know, that's not a word, but I added guruism. Okay. Now. <laughs> Do you have a desire to have a side part-time business or full-time business. Let me say this slowly and carefully so you can know where I'm going. Do you have or have you ever, do you now or have you ever had a desire to start your own business part-time? Most businesses need to be started part-time anyway, you know, especially if you work, and especially if you work a 40-hour job. You must start part-time. You don't quit your job and then start a business. It's the other way around. Okay. To start a business or, you know, part-time. And maybe you want to go into full-time. Okay. I'm going to look at extra income. You might say, well, I never looked at it a, a business. That's cool. I never looked at the starting a business, uh, you know, but have you ever just wanted some extra income without trying to find another job? Without trying to find another job? And many of you would probably say, yeah, sure. Now, you might say a side hustle, which is cool. You know, like I made uh, definitions of women doing hair it might be a side hustle. Women might do, have a, own, their own little business uh, written out different, uh, uh, different you know, parlors or different boutiques or something like that. You know, I get lost in words. You know, doing hair. That's their side business. 
or they might want to call it side hustle, but it's it's a business to them because they bring in, they have a certain clientele. They have certain people that they do their hair or they do their nails or whatever like that, or they have a clothing line or they sell, you know, cosmetics and stuff like that. I don't know, if, I don't even know if they still sell Avon, but anyway, cosmetics, that's a business. Okay, that's a part-time business for extra income. You have some men, women that does that not to take. Some of them mostly do it part-time. Uh, <clears throat> they don't do it full-time. It's just for some extra income or they have a desire or that's something they like to do. And it's a good extra income. Then you have the men does thing. They have, they have barbershops. They cut hair. They might do mechanical work on the side, you know. And they might know how to fix cars and different things like that, you know, on the side. It's not so much a hustle. It's just like a part-time business. They got, you know, they have certain clientele. You know, they work with certain things. They have a part-time business, whatever like that. <clears throat> but sometimes, I mean, let me. There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat, or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. We all wish we could understand our cats' voices. And thanks to Petivity, we've come one step closer. The Petivity Smart Litter Box Monitor tracks your cat's litter box behavior and weight and alerts you when changes could require a vet visit. Your cats may not be able to tell you everything, but Petivity helps you understand them like never before. Try Petivity risk-free for 90 days at P-E-T-I-V-I-T-Y dot com. Petivity, proactive care for lifelong health. Tell you something. Those things are good for a lot of people. You know, I'm, I'm just giving you different categories of business and extra income. Those are good for a lot of people. They are good. They are skilled in it. They, some of them went to school to, with learning that. And some of them just learned it from somebody else or they was taught or they learned it from different things or home training or whatever like that. They're good at that. Okay. They don't have to find a job or look for another job like that. They just have to do it in their basement or whatever like that. Like, that's good. That's a business that's going to help you bring in some extra income. Now, I'm just talking about the ones that need the extra income so they use their skills, their God-given skills, or what they have learned in school and training. Now, why do I say God-given uh, gifts? Because God sometimes gives a person a gift that they're good at, and they just need to sharpen it up. They didn't go to school for it or nothing like that. They just they catch it, caught on quick, and they're pretty good at their gift or several gifts. And then you have the ones that went to school for certain training and they learned a certain skill. So I don't put the gift and the skill in the same category, but it's okay. It ain't nothing wrong with that. But my point is, whether you have a skill or whether you have a God gift, you use it in a sense for extra income, for a need, for a need. You all, then you got some people use their special gifts or skill for wants. Their job takes care of their needs, but they needs they they want some wants. They want to go places. They want to buy extra clothing. They want to do this. They want to take their kids different places and everything. It's not a bill. It's not a uh, it's expense. It's not a necessity. 
It's just some warmth, some extra, you know, fro that you want coming for those extra things. You don't need it for a mortgage or rent or nothing like that or light bill. You need it because you just want some warmth. You just want some extra things. That's also a beautiful thing. That's good. Then you got the ones that need that side hustle because they they need it for their needs. They are not making enough on their job, so that little side hustle will give them a bump. And that's all they need is that bump to help them pay that mortgage and rent or whatever like that, you know, and, you know, bills and stuff like that. So it's different reasons why people do businesses or side businesses without finding another job. This I'm not here to talk about another job. A part-time job, so it ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm not knocking jobs or nothing like that. What I'm here for, and I'm just being straight, I'm, I'm talking about something that you don't have to find another part-time job. Something you can do with your own skill, or you can learn it, okay, and have a good side income on the side. For the ones that just want a side part-time business, or the ones that want to eventually go into full-time business and want that income, to take over their job. Most of the times, you at least got to make double of what you're making at your job for you to be able to give up your job. It depends how much your job pay and how much you make a year. Not a week or a month, how much you make a year for that business to take over your expenses of your job. And it has to be at least double or triple for you to just start doing any type of business for a time. Now, that also depends how much you make on your job. If you're making about 20-some thousand a year, which is very little, 30-some thousand something a year, it's not going to take much for your business if you're doing it right. And it depends what type of business it is to uh, replace your job. It's not going to take much for most people. Now, it's not, I'm not saying it's easy, but it should. It, it should, you know, sometimes it wouldn't take much when you Steadying. I ain't talking about the lazy that that's, that dreams. I'm just talking about the ones that's actually doing something. They can replace fat, their job, and make a double of what their job make, so they can they're able to pay their they pay their necessities and have some room for some wants. You follow what I'm saying? It depends how much you make a year. Now, if you're making fifty thousand on up, hundred, two hundred thousand, and you want to replace that income, that's gonna take some time. And you're going to really have to put some sweat anchor in it. And any type of business is not going to replace that. You make good wages, $40, $50 an hour. You make good wages. And you want a full-time or a business to replace that? You're going to have to put some sweat equity in it. And it just cannot be any type of business. You can't be selling soaps and Avons or potions or, you know, uh, uh, you have a, even a, a mechanic on the side. Unless you have seven franchises and mechanics to replace your job. You have some people that's engineers. You have some people that's lawyers. You have some people that's nurses. You have different type of high field career jobs that people just say, man, I'm standing in debt. Most of the time because they're living over their means. But I'm not finna get, I'm not here to talk about that. They need to make real good income to replace their wages income. Wages meaning their job. See, so it depends how much you make yearly. See, you might want to just cut those hours and stuff. Like some people may work 40, 50. The like regular is 40 hours, but 60 hours a week. And they make good money. 
and that's what's keeping them afloat is that so most of the time most of the time most of the time if you make over 50,000 a year 60,000 a year what that's about 5,000 a month and you pull it in monthly about 5,000 a month which adds up to about I think 50,000 a year is 5,000 a month because 6,000 a year what about 72,000 a year 6,000 a month I'm sorry goes up to 72,000 a year if you if you making that much which is good which is good to me and it should be good to the majority of the average person especially here in the USFA now I ain't gonna say especially here but a lot of times in the USFA I'm not talking about other countries because I know it's real good that you don't even need that much in some of the other countries but I'm talking about the USFA making 50 to like $60,000 a year is pretty decent to live on and to get back it's pretty it's enough really to most definitely have your needs met but some wants that's very possible and that's very good that you would need nothing else you would need you would not need no more income for a lot of people if they use their money right making 50 to 62,000 a year 5 to 6,000 dollars a month okay that's very very doable here in America, no matter where you live at, that's very, well, it does matter where you live at. So let me go back around there. But it's, I, what I want to say is very doable in any city here in America, even California and New York. It's doable. Now, the issue, the problem is what, when 50000 and 62000 a year becomes an issue, when you don't know how to manage your money or you live beyond your means, okay? Because a lot of people making 50, 62,000 a year on up, a lot of times they live beyond, they, they live like they make 100,000. A 50,000 person dollar a year live like they make 80,000. An 80,000 dollar a year person sometimes live like they making 100 or 100 or something thousand a year. They live over their means so they wind up with some type of debt. Now, why do they leave, live over their mean? I don't know. I can't, I'm not in their head. But a lot of times, even statistically, I believe a lot of people that's making that much live over their means. They wind up in some type of debt if they don't know how to manage their money right. If they don't know nothing about investments. If they don't know what they're really, what they're, they, they don't know the difference between needs and wants. That could become an issue in anybody's life, even twenty thousand, thirty thousand, if you don't know your your uh your needs and wants. But twenty thousand, twenty five is is pretty low here in America. It's low. It's pretty low. But my point is, all right. <clears throat> I was listening to this real estate investor that I get a lot of my training. I'm, I'm in real estate training now, real estate investor training, because I have a desire for real estate. I just never stuck with it, you know, and it wasn't a system. It was just me sticking with it. OK, I was listening to this uh, real estate trainer that I'm, 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 you know, I'm involved in. And a lot of them always give their testimony. Sometimes, you know, you saw he called another testimony. Now, a lot of their testimonies, they, they wasn't poor. They wasn't broke. A lot of them was doing pretty well, brought up a good family, you know, well-off families. This young man was uh, happened to be an engineer before he got into real estate. 
he was an engineer. But when he first said engineer, my uh, a flag went across. I said, man, if he was an engineer, he had to be making good money. Engineers make good money. And you had to, most of the times, you went through a good trade school, you went through college. You know, whatever, whichever way it went for you to be engineer. So he was an engineer. So he said before he got into real estate, he was making somewhat six and seven thousand a year. Listen closely. He was making somewhat six or seven thousand a year. Now, to the average person that's only making twenty 39. If he's making six or uh, not a year, I'm sorry, a month. Well, there I go. Six or seven thousand. So just say if he's making six thousand a month, uh, he was bringing in somewhat about what, seventy two thousand a year? And if he was making seven thousand, it was it was even more, close to a hundred thousand. So he was making between six and seven thousand a month in his in engineering job. And uh he wasn't satisfied. Now, let me go back. What could you do? I know what I can was six and seven thousand a month. A lot. You a lot to the average person that's making about thirty and forty thousand. Six and seven thousand a month is pretty decent to the majority of the people. Here in America, six and seven thousand a month. Some people barely making two thousand a month. Now, he said this was net, not gross. Listen carefully. This was net, not gross. So I know telling what his gross was. What twelve, fourteen thousand? Might be probably not that much. But I say about man, I don't know. I ain't gonna guess. I'm gonna leave it at the the gross. This was his. The Jeep Black Friday sales event is here with incredible deals. Now, well-qualified lessees get a low mileage lease on the 2024 Jeep Wrangler Sport S4xE for 329 a month for 36 months with 5,549 to its signing. Tax title, license extra, no security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-Jeep for details. Requires dealer contribution and lease through Stellantis Financial. Extra charge for miles over 30,000. Includes 7,500 EV cap cost reduction. Not all customers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 1130. Jeep is a registered trademark. Boss is here. Military parents never miss a beat, and neither does the Johns Hopkins U.S. Family Health Plan. Built for every warrior in your family. With more than 40 years of service to military families, TRICARE Prime Benefits plus exclusive extras. Learn more at warriorsathome.com. Uh, net was six and 7000 a month, not his gross. I rem- remember him saying that this is his net, which is pretty decent for most people. Now... He wasn't satisfied with that. I'm going to get back to that. And I'm going to get back to why I'm going all the way about this. I'm trying to set a mindset here for us. I'm trying to set a mindset for my listeners when it comes to, you know, starting a business and, and making extra money. Because it's more than just making extra money. You've got to have a mindset and be realistic what you really need to um, make for to be, uh, to be content, in other words. Because sooner or later, we need to be content. Contrary to what gurus say. We need to be content in the eyes of God. We need to learn how to be content with things, spiritual life and financially. We need to be content, but where did that ends? So let me go back. And I guess that wasn't enough for him. Now, <clears throat> I don't know his financial situation or why he, uh, he wanted to get into real estate or whatever like that. Now, if it's for, because uh, he wasn't really, didn't get, or I wasn't paying attention. He felt 
to him that he still has some financial wants and maybe some needs that was not getting fulfilled when a person making that much money. Now, that's not a, he was brought up around a lot of uh, probably wealth or whatever like that, I don't know. But a person that makes that much a year and they mostly hanging around people that, that's pretty wealthy, makes good money, that's not a lot. That's almost just like a person making $1,400, $2,000 a month. Okay, net, net, you know, you know net. So, I, I get that. I get that it depends how you was what you was brought up around or whatever like that. But I'm sure it did come overnight. I'm sure you know he just ended up and was making it. He had to work at it and do a lot of hours. I'm sure about that, you know. But I'm sure he didn't want to do that no more. But this is his story. This is his testimony. And then he got into why he wanted to get into real estate, investing and stuff like that. You know, I'm talking about investors, not agents. I'm talking about real estate investors. I'm not I'm not interested in being a real estate agent. I'm more interested in being a real estate investor. Now, you got different type of investors. So, uh, you know, I'll get into that later on down the line. But my point is six and seven thousand dollars a month. You have some people trying to just make that their goal. That's their final. That would be content for most people. A lot of people will be content with six and seven thousand dollars a month and would not need no more. Including myself, I would be content with six and seven thousand dollars a month. And I'm going to tell you why I'm getting to that later. I would be content making that seventy two thousand dollars a year. I wouldn't need to make no more. It would be good. It's okay if I do, but I would be content if I never made another dollar more. If I kept it like six or seven thousand a month for me and for others, you you follow what I'm saying? That's contentment for a lot of us, but not for everybody. See, now why is it not for everybody? Because everybody have a higher mindset and a higher financial goal set. Everybody, many people should have goals, but some people's goals are set higher than others. Some people feel their contentment is at a higher goal because they have higher aspirations. They got more things they want to do. They want to they travel the world. They want to have business flowing everywhere. So it's understandable why their desires and their goals are set higher and you cannot knock them. So six and seven thousand a month is not going to make it because it might can make it through their needs. But the more the higher their goals are, their needs become higher because the more. OK, just say, for instance, you start off making three thousand dollars a month. You live in a nice, pretty, you know, somewhat depends what city you live in, you know. You know, the South is a little cheaper, whatever. Depends where you live in. Just say, uh, living in a, a expensive place like California, especially LA and New York, that's not a lot. You could be homeless making 3000 sometimes $4,000. And I know this is bad, not bad, because it's happening to me in places like New York and California because of the cost of living is so much higher and everything like that. So your goals of making a part-time job or taking over your job is going to double. It's going to be harder because of things are higher in New York and California and some parts of Chicago. Things are just higher, but mainly just New York and Chicago, you know, and Manhattan's and places like that. So six or seven thousand dollars and you trying to 
you know, do real estate and you're trying to stay on foot, sometimes you can't even make it up. You can't even afford a house maker that much in some parts of New York and California. That's just real talk. You can't. So it depends on a person's situation. So I, for me to look at a person and say, man, that'd be satisfying to me. Okay, that's to you, Joe. That's to you. And that's to others that it comes because we're not in a situation. We don't live in that area. Our goals are not that high. Now, because your goals is not set that high, don't make you bad and don't make you just lazy. It does not make you, it does not mean you don't want anything. Do not let no guru tell you that. Never let a guru tell you, man, all you making is five and six thousand dollars a month. If that's all you making, something is wrong with you. Do not let no guru ever tell you that. Because your goals and your aspirations and your desires to make you content is different than theirs. You are satisfied with four and five thousand a month. Therefore, you don't need to make ten and twenty thousand a month like them. Sometimes they don't need it. They got themselves in a situation. They're just trying to compete with the Joneses. And the things they can do that is easy now. So, boom, 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 boom. They start stacking it in a way. Now they got to try to catch up with their wants. They can afford their needs now. Mortgages and stuff like that. House probably paid for. Now they got to keep up with their wants and other business expenses. They got to keep up with their wants now. You, you follow what I'm saying? See? It's about mindset, and I learned it from some of my training, which makes a lot of sense. I learned this, and I'm also taking a little bit, you know, and adding it to myself, you know. Because back then when I started the business, man, I made make $20,000, $30,000 a year. Then I had, now, you know, I, was, I just threw it out there because that's what people said I should be saying. That's what many seminars teach you. And they made three, four, five thousand a month pretty look bad. Because their aspirations were set for ten thousand on up, nothing under ten thousand dollars a month. Some some of them just nothing under twenty thousand a month. With a lot of uh, investors and wealthy people, they're not gurus. They just that's just their that's just their desire to make that much money because they have things to do. They want things. They want jets. They want planes. They want stuff like that. It's not a need. It's a want. Their needs are met. It's just a want. You know, they got their wet tongue, they need their soul. It, their aspirations and their goals and how much they needed to make was set for some. But this is the scary part, man. This is the scary part. Listen to me closely. The scary part is when you you don't know when you're going, you can never be content. Because you want more. You want more. Okay, I made 10000 I made 20000 I made 30000 Now, man, I want to do this class. Let's make 40000 Let's make 50000 If you are gone beyond even 20000 a month and you're not satisfied and the average person sees that, sometimes they want to go that route as well. Because, listen... And it also depends where you live at and what type of house you didn't bought or what type of property you got. If those needs are met with a certain amount that you make in a month or a year, if those needs are met, if you got a pool, if you got a, uh, a big house and you got so many rooms and your mortgages, your, met, your taxes, you have enough to meet those every year, okay? Those needs are out the way, okay? 
those needs are out the way. Car notes, I'm talking about regular necessities. Regular necessities. A car is not a necessity for everybody, including myself, but I'm just talking about for the ones that have certain things. I'm just talking about the average car or your utilities, utilities, your mortgages and stuff like that, or even if the house is paid for, which is even better. You haven't made that much, so your needs are met. You don't have a house problem. You don't have none of that stuff. Now you're on your wants and your desires. Okay? And the majority of the time, when you your needs are met listen closely to keep yourself afloat it's not so much on your knees because you make enough you can just don't make nothing else and your knees are met and you have enough room for a little wants but you're building on those wants now and the more you start building on more wants then it starts becoming more of a necessity those wants all of a sudden become a need which it should not ever be like that you should never feel that you need a jet like the Creflo Dollars and a Jesse the Planets or the Coblins they had a plane now the plane I'm not in his head but I don't think it was a need but just say he had one plane and he used it for the grace of glory of God good but then that wasn't enough needed another plane then you needed a jet see those are wants it's not a need no more no they said no it's not a need no more God did not call you to do that if you are a believer you saying that no you trying to keep up with your wants now and you saying it's God telling you to do this no it's not God it's that flesh <laughs> it's that flesh <clears throat> you got yourself in a debt situation and you get in your congregation and a congregation in a financial debt situation now they got to keep up with your expensive building listen to you put them down the ones that ain't paying their tithes and stuff like that so they got to keep up all those wants you don't need that building I'm going to say this again Ministers do not need that building. You do not need that building. If that building ain't gave to you nothing like that, you don't have no business moving to no type of building, putting your congregation more in a financial debt. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No what they are already been in and another building. And you might say because the Lord expanded so I need to grow larger. When God expands something, he's not going to have you in debt. It's going to be paid for. Or it's going to be financially taken care of monthly. You're not going to be struggling talking about you need this. 
to keep your lights on and everything like that. No, God didn't bless you with that then. That's your flesh. You got yourself in that situation by living beyond your means. Okay, I know I'm getting out the way, but all this goes hand in hand. You got to know what is content and when is the deadline for you. Because believe it or not, contrary to what a lot of people or gurus say, there should be a deadline in your finances that you are satisfied. Because if you start going even beyond your contentment, it's going to become greed. And greed turns into the love of money. You follow what I'm saying? Because you are into the wants now. you beyond your contentment. Then what you used to be content in, you're not content with, you're not content with it no more. You got to try to keep up with the next level of contentment. And then you got to try to keep up with the next level of contentment. And the majority of the time, it never you never reach it. That's why I, my, my first, when I made that point, when is enough is enough. When is enough is enough. See, I know what my enough is. Okay, I know what my enough is because I'm learning the difference between needs and wants. See, okay, that's why you have many wealthy people that's just not satisfied. They're not content. First of all, a lot of times because it's just their spiritual aspects of things and they find out money is not the means of happiness the majority of the times they find that out you heard of certain stories of wealthy giants trying to stay at that wealthy level they have CEOs they have investors they got to satisfy all these investors and stuff like that they got themselves in a level now. And there's nothing bad with that. Thank God there's a lot of business out there because a lot of people wouldn't have jobs. That's what's good about use, right? Capitalism. That's what's good about That's why America's strong, or used to be anyway, like it was because of the capitalism. Trading a good, trading a service for a monies, M-O-N-I-E-S. See, that's capitalism. That brings jobs. That makes the economy grow. So there's nothing wrong with that. Thank God for those people that have done that. See? But what I'm talking about is contentment. Now, I got all that out the way. I want you to understand that you don't have to try to compete with the Joneses. Or the Jameses. You have to get that mindset. You and I, you and I when we want to start a part-time business and wanted to force into a full-time. Let's just say, we have to have a realistic goal, what we really need to take care of the necessities first. See, people got different reasons they want to start businesses. It's, a lot of people don't start it just because they want to be rich and wealthy. They just, it's a financial reason. It's also, people don't start business just for fun. <laughs> so, you know, majority of people don't want a business just for fun, especially if they work in. See, now you do have people that got good jobs and they're, they're content. They don't need to get a part-time a business or nothing like that. They don't, it's most definitely not. They don't need a job. They said it's like they made pretty good, but they might want to start a business because they have some things they like to do. 
they might want to add on to the house. Now, adding on to the house is not a need, in, in, you know, as okay, if it's a need if your family starts stretching, you might, it, it could become a need, but I'm just talking about if you want to add on because you want to add a pool or you want to add a, a, a playroom or a game room, it's not a need. But it's a want, and there's nothing wrong with that. So it's different reasons. You might have people that's, that's, that's doing very well with their job, and they just want to do something on the side files of business just for extra because they need some extra money for a few extra wants they want to do. It's not a need, but they like to have it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? Then you have the ones that want a business because they need that extra income, but they don't want to work a part-time job, man. They work enough hours already. They don't want two jobs. I, I used to work three jobs, man, three part-time jobs, and it ain't cool. And they don't want that, you know. They just want something they can do remotely, mainly at home, and still be close to their family and stuff like that without going everywhere. They just need some extra help. And it might be because they need some help on their needs, they need some help on their mortgage. They need some help on this because it might be because they can't, their job, you know, uh, uh, they got, it's a, maybe a downsize happened or whatever like that, or one of the spouses passed away. Oh, it's different reasons why certain families all of a sudden want to get out there. And it might be nothing like that. It just means they just want something, they need something else to help t take care of certain needs. Now, I know, Joe, you're going a long way. What I'm teaching you, I'm teaching myself. I'm learning this because I'm not doing a lot of things I'm teaching, but I'm getting it out there. This is for me, too. Now, what is a need when it comes to your house, if you got a house or an apartment? Necessities, usually what? Your rent, taken care of, your rent, your light bill. Whether it's, all, whether it's all electric house or gas and light. If you got a gas, light, and uh, gas, light, and water bill, that's it's a necessity because it will get cut off. Unless you got an all-electric house and it's going to be higher electric bill, those are part of your needs. Your rent or your mortgage and stuff like that, your needs. A car note. It's a need to a lot of people. People need cars. A lot of people, everybody don't need it, but most people, I ain't going to say most, but a lot of people need cars, especially in big cities. That's a necessity. You know, your kids schooling, their clothing and stuff like that all the way. Those are all necessities that need to be taken care of. But I'm talking about your main monthly, everyday necessities, you know, with your, your light bill, whatever like that. You know, you might have a phone. Now, is a phone a need? For some people, it's not. See, some people, a phone is not a need. They don't use a phone, you know. But I think majority of the people have a phone. They might have a landline, you know, or they, they, they have a landline and they feel they don't need a cell phone because they don't do nothing with no cell phones. Then you got the people that has cell phones and they use that for their whole phone. They don't have a landline. They just use a cell phone. If that's the case, that's a necessity. See, I'm just talking about things like that. It depends on your situation. I don't know. You you know where I'm going. It depends on that. <coughs> okay. So, then anything else after that? Okay. Also a necessity in most houses, health insurance. Life insurance. And stuff like that. That's more important 
in my book than fire insurance and legal service and stuff like that. Health insurance, life insurance and stuff like that, you know. That's a that's a necessity that needs to be taken care of too. Especially when you got a family. You can kinda of go around it when you're single by yourself, but when you got a family, those things are important. You know, and it depends on your large family. If you got kids, yes, it's good to have some decent health insurance and life insurance that you can keep up with. Now, if you can get all those things met, some people might, necessities are different than others. But I'm talking about the basic normal necessities. <clears throat> you need to just get back so you won't lose your house, you won't lose your insurance, you won't get your lifestyle. I'm talking about those necessities. You know, or you won't lose your car and something like that if you need a car. Those necessities should always be taken care of first. <clears throat> now, when you get rid of, when all that is paid, <clears throat> and your leftovers, you can do a little things with your wants or you can put it in the bank for savings. That's a perfect one, two, three step. Most of us go all the way around, especially today. But that's my point. Okay. You say you got over a thousand left over that you can put in the bank and everything like that. So you might want, want to do some other things. You might say, well, I want to do some traveling. But just that thousand is not going to work. I need something else. I need some extra. And not because of my necessities. That's already taken care of. Because I want to do these things. I want to travel. I want to put my kid in college. You know, I want to do this. Or, you know, whatever like that. That's when you might say, okay, I need something on the side. And majority of people always try to find another job or a part-time job. But for us, business, that's another reason why people say, okay, I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start making a little time to do this and get that extra money to put my kids through college or whatever like that. Then those are things that put you schooling. That's somewhat of a want. Because, you know, you do not have to put your child through college. Colleges are expensive now. What, what, minimum 40000 to put your kid? Because they have technical schools, they have trade schools, but some people want to put their kids in four-year colleges because that's the main for them without getting all that debt. You know, then it becomes things they need to try to do to get that debt paid off. Or they might... You know, they might want to go to nursing school or they might want to go to be a lawyer. They might want to go to be a doctor that needs to be paid for without trying to get grants and loans and stuff like that. And if you do get grants and loans, you have to pay those grants and loans off. But it would be nice if you can just get a business, just pay it off yourself. But unfortunately, a lot of us don't know how to finance like that or we don't know what to do. You know, so we wind up owning loans and grants and stuff like that. So a lot of those are means of starting a business on the side because you added extra things now over your necessities. So those wants that you want to do become somewhat expensive. So you need to do something to take care of those wants. Okay. Nursing, college. It depends what you're taking up engineering, nursing, doctors, or whatever like that. So you got to try to satisfy that without getting into debt with long, because it's expensive. It's super expensive to go to those schools, especially if you want to become a doctor, lawyer. You go come out your pockets. And some people never get out of their debt of five, six, seven, eight, close to 10 years of trying to be a doctor, especially a doctor. It depends what field, cardiologist, general, general pediatrician, it depends. 
you know. So I'm, I'm naming this because it's different reasons why people want to do a part-time job or they need extra income or whatever like that. Some are higher than others. Some people just need a couple more hundred dollars just to have a few more dollars. Some people are satisfied, believe this or not. Some people are satisfied not having too much. They're scared to make money. They're scared to make a little extra. See? So they just satisfied. Their needs are taken care of. Their necessities are taken care of. They don't need much more. A lot of times, that's mostly a single parent. When you marry, yeah, you're going to need more than that. Just being set up. But usually, that's just a single person. You know, it's just a single person. I still believe that then I maybe want to think that women have more of a want than men. Smaller beings, usually small things, they have more of a want than men. So it depends on who's single or whatever, what your desire is. But a lot of people are content that way, and they don't need nothing else. See, that's my point. So those people are not looking for to start no business. They are very old-fashioned, traditional, job, 40-hour-a-week working people. They are satisfied, they're content. Whatever their wages is, if they're living in rural Mississippi and the rent is only two or three hundred dollars a month and they make it about seven or ten dollars an hour and they, everything is paid for, they got their little hoopty or whatever like that and they satisfy that you got different people with different levels that are content. They're not looking to start their own business or nothing like that. I'm talking about the ones that want to start a business and it has to be a reason that you want to start a business, you know. And I'm talking about the ones that want some extra money to replace their job or they want to make some extra money to to, uh, be extra income and they don't want to give up their job. So it depends on that or they need some extra income to help them take care of even some of those necessities because necessities and needs have to be met or the bill people will kick you out the house after they give you a few grace periods if you talk with them, whatever like that. So you have to make sure you have enough income to take care of those needs first before you try to get this car and try to get this and try to get that. You got to buy a very cheap car, used car, but don't go beyond. I've done that too many times, man. So, you know, I'm just talking about experience, man. Now, let me go back to why I'm doing this little short series. I got into gurus. I got into different things like that, man. I need to get finished because I got to get up. I know what my goals are. I know what my desires are. As far as what I want to do. I know how far and how much I need to make. You know, that's, that's between me and the Lord. I know that. So my role to financial contentment is very simple, but it's going to take some work to get there still, but it's very simple. Why is this simple? Because I don't want much. I don't need much. The older I get, I don't need much. See, I don't have no kids. My son is grown. You know, right now, I'm not single. I have a fiance. But our mindsets are so much the wrong. Now, if it, if I was just staying single, it'd even be more simpler. But when I do get married, yeah, my goals and desires get a little higher to satisfy my wife, of course, point blank. But even then, by me knowing my fiance, 
it's not going to take much for us to be satisfied. Those needs have to be met. And we're going to have some leftovers for some wants. So for me to be independently financially, that's my goal, to be independently financially content. And the only way I can know, I can know when I'm content if I set a goal and desire of, and I know the difference between needs and wants. If my needs are set, and I ain't got to never worry about my my regular necessities no more, boom, I have desire to get a house. I have desire not only getting a house, but I like a nice, a nice two-bedroom, decent house. That's all me and my wife really needs. Now, we can find a good deal off a three-bedroom, and it has to be a one-and-a-half or two-bath. Good, cool, because I'm just talking about me and her. You see, the other things, I don't have to plan for the other things. I'm just talking about me and her. We're grown. So, my situation, I don't need a car. I don't drive no more now because of my bad eyes. I will go through Lyft or I will go through Uber to get around. I have no problem with that, but that will have to be on my budget as well. That will be my necessity to get around so I won't be jumping on no buses. And all that comes along with my independent financial contentment that I'm able to get a Lyft or Uber to get to work. Now, if I move and go somewhere else and it's just for rural, I will get a car for that reason to get to the city. See, yes, it will become necessity to have a car then. Yes, but right now, I don't need a car in a big city. Small rural area, yes, I will get a car. So that will be part of my necessities for me and my wife. You follow what I'm saying? So for me, I have a goal, Lord's willing, that I will be content in. Now, if it, if it bounces a little bit more, that's fine, but it's not. A, it's nothing I really need. It'd be great if I do get extra because I can do a, more charities and other things. Yeah, some people want extra just to do charities, which is good, you know, but it's not a need. It's just something they want to do. The same with me, you know. So what I'm doing now, or what I'm training for, is going to bounce. But my average monthly, I already got that set. What I need to consistently make monthly, you know. In order for me to know that, I got to know what type of house I'm going to get and what I want to pay for mortgage-wise. Whether I'm buying it or I'm lease optioning it or renting the own on the financing or whatever. I want to know what I'm able to pay, not what I cannot pay. But what I'm able to pay, 14, 15, 16, 18, 1900 a month, 2000, whatever, what I'm able to pay that won't even hurt me too much when it comes to business wise. Now, I'm not talking about my job because when I get this house, my business expenses will be taking care of my rent need, my mortgage need, not my job. Because my goal in the future is not to have no job because I want to go into full-time ministry. That's my goal and desire, to do have full-time ministry. In order for me to do that, I need finances to come in, and, that, and that's why I want to get into business. That's why I want to get in 
to the business I'm getting in now because I now because I believe that's the fastest and best way to reach my goals and means. And I ain't got to wait five, ten, twenty years. I'm not getting no younger. I'm fifty-eight. So you know. And I think uh, what I'm learning now can get me there at a faster time. Things are getting challenging. They're getting tough. You got banks crashing and everything like that. I want to be financially in a situation that I ain't got to worry about when some of these crashes happen. It's going to happen. But I'm not here to talk about that because I believe in the grace of God and I need to be content that I'm not going to worry about all that. It bothers me, but I'm not going to trip on that. What I What I'm talking about now if you have a desire to start a business or start a part-time business, know, first of all, have the mindset, have a realistic goal set. A realistic goal set. Very important. We must have a realistic goal set. Now, what do you mean by realistic, Joe? Know the difference of what you need and what you want and leave it at that. Don't try to compete with gurus. Don't let them talk to you into that you need to go to this super master care. Don't let them tell you that five or six thousand dollars is not enough. You need to be making ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a month because they do. I'm not saying you can't do it if that's your desire. You gotta ask yourself, why do I wanna make thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a month? Ask yourself and be real. You might have a certain goal and you might have a reason why. But don't just be making it just to be making it. Why? Because when you make that much money, you got to learn how to manage it. You got to still hire some people. You can't do it yourself. The more you make, the more people you got to hire to keep your thing going. Because you behind, you way above your necessity now and you way above your basic wants. So you need somebody to manage that. Do you know how to invest? Are you going to start doing stocks? Are you going to be giving a lot of it away? What do you need thirty, forty, $50,000 a month for? Only you know that. That's what I mean. You must think realistically. That's how we can succeed in our financial goals of starting a business. Your goal, like myself, might be that you need something. You want your own business remotely, so you need something to take over your job because you're tired of working. So, therefore, you must set a goal to make enough income on your business that's going to double or triple or what you make in a year. And that depends how much you make a year. If it's real low, you should succeed that very quickly. Sometimes within a year, some people can make if you you got real low wages, you're not making much, and you only wake work working part time. You can replace that quickly. What I do, I can go replace it quickly. You know, I can replace it quickly. But you have some people. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For that million, $40,000, fifty, sixty $60,000 a year, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 a month, and they want to start a full-time business, it's going to take a while to replace that. And that depends what type of business it is. You know, it depends what type of business it is to replace that. Me, myself, personally, I think real estate is so broad and there's so many ways to make income and produce income and, and real estate is still one is the best way to replace any type of income. Whether you make it six, seven, eight thousand dollars a year, real estate is one of the best ways to replace your income. If you stick with it, I really believe that. And it depends what type of investments, and I'm not talking about a real estate agent unless you're just good at it, you you selling and selling million dollar homes and stuff like that. It depends on that. It also depends where you live at. If you live in New York and California and all these high living places, it's going to take some time because cost of living is higher. $25,000 an hour is nothing in California or New York. You could be homeless making $20, $25 an hour in New York and California. I know that. You could be homeless. That's nothing in there because the cost of living is high. The houses are not worth it, but the cost of living. You're paying for the sun and all that. The cost of living is high. New York is high. So it depends where you live at. Very important. It depends where you live at. You can make $20, $25 an hour in Tennessee and Mississippi and live very good, even get a house because of the low cost of living. The minimum wage, I think, in Texas and those places is still around about, what, $7 an hour for a minimum wage. See, it depends where you live. It's going up to 15 here, excuse me, here in Chicago, Illinois. It's about, what, 19 and I'm not sure, California. So it depends where you live. But just imagine, that's nothing in California, 19 an hour. That's really not too much here in, in Chicago. But just imagine a person that's only made 7 to $10 an hour wind up making 19 20 25 an hour. They're doing pretty well. And that depends on the area they're in because of the, co- the low cost of living. So they can go a longer way in a lot of parts in the south or whatever like that. You get my point. So you got to know those things. You got to know where you live at. You got to know... What's the expenses of certain things? You got to know the housing prices and stuff like that. You got to know the wages compared to the cost of living. All that you still need to know when you start a business. Okay, what is going to take? How long I think it's going to take for me to replace my job or reach my certain goals or whatever reason that I'm starting this business. I have to have a realistic look. I can't say I only need to make three to four to five thousand dollars a month for me to be content. And then all of a sudden just say, wow, a person that only needs to make that much a month is looking at making 20, 30, 40,000 a month. Then you have to say to yourself that don't really make sense because I was somewhat surviving with only 2000 a month. Now I'm making 6000 I'm really good now. Why do I need to make 20000 30000 40000 a month? 
if I don't have a reason why. It must be a reason why you want to make that much in an average thinker. It, has to, it should be a reason why you want to make that much. Is it a need or is it a want? Is it a need? You must know the difference. Is it because it's a need or is it because of a want? But this is a good sign about it. Either way, either either way, whatever the reason is, it can be done. But it takes hard work. Okay. I'm gonna go with that. There is a possibility. Now let me talk about this. When you start looking in the internet, YouTube and Google, and you you can Google or YouTube anything, real estate, e-commerce. Network marketing, affiliate marketing, whatever your niche is. You know what your niche is for starting businesses. I'm talking about, you know, those type of business that's going to bring in the income faster over, you know, salons and hairs and stuff like that. That it depends on what you're trying to reach. If you're trying to make five, 10, 20, 30, or if you're just trying to make a couple of hundred, that's easy to come by. But I'm just talking about for the ones that's trying to uh, reach three, four, five, well, 5,000 on up. I'm just talking about 5,000 or something on up. You know, and you start looking for certain niches that you feel that you can be good at or you want to learn. Some people are gifted. They have a certain gift, but you're trying to learn a different skill. You can't jump in any type of business because you're looking at the money because the guru say anybody can make this type of money and it's easy. Majority of the time, no, it's not. You also got to take in consideration a lot of these gurus that's legitimate are making a lot of money in real estate and these different things they already have a skill set they've been in some type of business they were salesmen they maybe sold cars they was in a lot of things dealing with money they was long brokers they was in real estate see they already have that mind they already have that skill and they really don't tell you that that's why they're pretty good at what they do or they was doing cold calling they was extroverts a lot of them they was used to doing that you know even introverts they had a certain skill so when the average Joe or Jane comes and never done none of that don't have a skill mindset or nothing like that they're usually going to fail and most gurus don't tell you that. They say everybody and anybody can do it. Yes, if you have that mindset. If it was that easy, 98% or 95% of the people wouldn't fail so bad. Not because of the system is messed up, like I said. It's because they're into something they shouldn't be in anyway. They need to find their niche. You need to find your niche. Don't do it because somebody say you can do it or talk you into it. You need to find your niche. Okay, you need to find your niche. But it can be done. Why? Because people are doing it. I hear a lot of testimonies. Ravage person is doing it. They can hardly they can't even hardly talk good. You know, they're making it happen. They getting out there. And how they doing it, they get they making it through their mistakes. And that's what slowed a lot of us down, including myself. We heard so many no's and were so afraid of messing up without even just jumping out there. I'm too old to be doing I'm not old, but I, by my experience in the past, that don't bother me no more because I can talk to people. I'm, I can take a no. I know how to negotiate pretty good on something I know about. See, it got to be something I know about and something I have a passion for. For me to really just talk to somebody, you know, to have a passion for. And you got to think about the other person first more than yourself. 
you know, another thing, okay? So, you got to find your niche. Very important when you want to start a business. You just can't jump into real estate. You just can't start jumping into e-commerce, network marketing, uh, you know, different things like that. How to uh, do Facebook ads and all that other stuff. Some people, most they got skills and that they, like, you got some geeks. They say they're not good on computers. Oh, yes, they are. They geeks compared to me and you. I don't have a lot of patience with computers. See, just imagine if I did, yeah, I'd be successful in a lot of that. But some of that stuff is, you know, just not for you. You got to know your niche and then go at it. And then just go at it. If you just feel lazy, what you're going to get sometimes, you feel burnt out. And what one of my issues was is analysis, paralysis of analysis. I over, I'm too over-analytical. And I get so much information overload and then don't do nothing. And then don't do nothing. So I said, from now on, I need to talk to somebody. So I talk to some agents. I talk to this. I have to talk to somebody. I have to get it going. See? I have to get it going. I didn't do that. I, got, I felt I needed to get so much information. It became information overload without doing nothing. Without doing anything. It's just like reading the Word of God. You get that information to let it out so people can get saved and you can teach them. When you don't keep it to yourself, it all becomes overload. You becomes brings an arrogance. Sometimes you become narcissistic because you don't let it go. You don't give it to nobody else. You can hear that in some of the people's preaching. See, you got to give it out. You got to teach them. You got to show some love. If you don't practice godly love, you won't get it. If you just read it, that's not showing it. You got to learn how to show it. And it's not based on your feelings a lot. But anyway, that's what I want to talk about. Now, the next time I, I, I get on here, I want to talk about certain uh, uh, businesses. I think that you, need, we can, you can check out if you have an interest of starting your own business. You know, it's different businesses that you can start, you know, remotely or whatever. But basically, I'm just going to be talking about remotely, something you can do at home, because that's why I believe the majority of people want they want something at home. They don't want nothing. They got to go to another building or whatever like that. Some do, but most believe. So I'm going to mostly be talking about remotely ways that you can make some income. But it's going to take some work for us to do. You know, we can do it together, whatever like that. But it is ways to do that, you know. Don't let what's going on in the economy or all this pandemic and all the negative talking here with the bank, banks confuse. Sometimes what's going on now can be uh, a key or a blessing to others to make some income now, you know, you know, legally, legally. OK. Another thing I'm going to leave you with this. When you listen to a lot of gurus or a lot of people that talk about to make a lot of money, I'm not going to talk about the bad gurus, but, you know, anybody, who do I consider a, somewhat of a guru? A guru to me is a person that's usually, they're good at what they teach and they selling, they selling you some type of software. They're giving you a, always teaching that urgency that you need to do it or you will not succeed. Now, you, a lot of gurus start off this way. 
free webinars or free seminars. Seminars is when you used to go to the buildings and they used to rent out hotels, but you know, a lot of people don't do that no more since the technology, the events of technology was Zoom and Skype and stuff like that, or even YouTube, you know, Facebook, you know, so it's mostly webinars, it's cheaper. Seminars was especially have to rent out the room, but webinars is just 95 or 10 cheaper. You know, it, it, a lot of times you're not coming out your pocket with webinars. So, they even make even more money now. So, they have a, a somewhat of a free webinar, but always remember, there's an up. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sale. They tell you a lot of stuff without telling you nothing. Because they, they can't tell you everything right then and there. At least you think they haven't told you nothing. But a lot of the stuff, let me give you a little trick of learning this, getting, understanding this stuff yourself. Now, this is just the way I look at it now. You don't have to. They tell you a lot of things. They have a lot of YouTubes. I'm talking about legitimate uh, gurus. Just pretty legit, because you got some pretty decent ones out there, but they still gurus to me. But they still, you know, they never stop selling, upselling you on different things. What you have to learn how to do, what I have to learn how to do, stick to one thing at a time. Don't get caught up on different things they're throwing at you. Because that makes you, if they tell you about a webinar, and they teach you certain things. And if you write them down, what basically what they're telling you and teaching you, you can find it on a lot of other YouTubes that's teaching the same way with a different taste or a different flavor. What you need to do, whether you sign up for their program or not, listen to all that stuff and put it in your mind, write some of the stuff down, you know, which I'm bad at doing, you know, because I heard it before, because I heard it a lot before. Take that. And always remember, if they succeeded on what they have just told you, you can do it yourself without paying a lot of money for a master class. Because they're basically telling you how to do this, how to do that. Now, when you go, the majority of the time, when you pay for these so-called, they call, anytime they start talking about my students, that means these are students that paid. They basically paid for them to hold their hand or whatever like that anyway. But a lot of these training, even when it used to be in seminars and I used to go to them, you probably did too. And they said it's supposed to be this mind-breaking thing that you never heard before. Majority of the times you heard it before. It's like a manipulation. It's nothing new they have, they're telling you, you can find it the same thing out of that free book they just gave you. But you wind up paying $2,000 to join a master class with the same type of teaching they just told you free or you can find on YouTube. Only difference is you might have somewhat of more of coaching. That's what you're paying for so they can get richer and wealthier. You're paying for these coaching programs. It's not most of them ain't going to be there like they say they are because they have too many people. They have hundreds and thousands of people, some of them. 
How they gonna keep up with all that? They can't. So they send you emails and emails and stuff like that, or they'll see you pre-play videos and tape, which is not bad, <coughs> you know. But they're gonna try to get as many people as they can. Just imagine somebody paying two thousand, twenty-nine hundred, or three thousand dollars, five hundred and forty-some people paying three thousand dollars. And then some of them comes with a monthly plan and you basically getting the same type of juice that you can learn free. You just have to get off our laziness and put it into play. It might take us longer. Now, some of the software they get is some good software. But at the same time, you have to say to yourself, do I need that software? Because my goal is not like this. I'm not trying to get a business so big that I have different people around me. I'm not trying to make a fifty, a hundred thousand dollars a month. I'm not trying to make a million dollars a year. So I don't need that sophisticated system or the software because the majority of the time I'm not going to be using it anyway because I'm not on computers like that. I'm not. It's going to be me wasting my money unless I unless I pay for it annually. Even if I pay for annually, yearly, it's still going to be a waste if I'm not using it unless I have a plan to hire virtual assistants or hire somebody just to work it for me. But there has to be a plan or something to my goal. But if it's not, I don't need to be paying for that. See, I, 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 that's the way I look at things now. A lot of systems that they sell you, all you got, they try to sell you, you start Googling. This is information you probably never heard of, but it's very important. You Google it and YouTube that stuff yourself or look it up. There's much cheaper systems that all you need. You don't need the four freedom soft. You don't need the four pen. These just different names. You don't need the four this. You just need that basic, if you're in real estate or whatever, that little small system that can help you out and move you a little faster. It might be $10, $15 a month or even basically free. You don't need to be paying 97 to 200 some dollars a month that you cannot afford for something you go barely use and you wind up in debt if you can't pay for it annually. You see, you follow what I'm saying. Don't get caught up into that guru manipulation. They will have you in debt if you let them. But they'd be the first thing you say. You didn't have to get this. You don't have to get it because another thing that I want to put out there. The systems usually they tell you that you need to make your business grow. Yeah, you need that to make your business grow if you're looking to make ten, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars a month. Don't let them manipulate you. See, they can't do me like that no more because I know I don't need that. Man. I know I'm I'm simple. I know what's going to make me content financially, whether I make it or not. You know, so I don't need all that. I'm not looking for all. That. I don't like all that headache. You know, bogged down with that. I just want full-time ministry by the grace of God. I trust God. I trust the grace of God. I don't need all that. I don't want to get bogged down in that. That majority of my time, I'm just because they say how easy it could be free. You still never free. You still got to you got to keep up with that stuff. You still got to satisfy somebody. You got to satisfy satisfy your own flesh and your lust of keeping it going. Okay. All right. A lot of the systems that they tell you need, the majority of the time, they get a commission for it. It's called an affiliate program. You, they get a commission. So that's why they throw those at you. And they say, you know, ain't nothing better like this one. This is the best one out there to them because they have a higher goal. And plus they get a commission. Yes, it is. There's other systems out there that's much cheaper. That's just right for you and I. We don't need to go that route and get in debt. 
And I wish a lot, wish a lot of them just be honest. Stop saying. Man, if you got a software like that, that's another person got another software, man. Then you go on another channel. This person got a software. All of them saying their software is better than the other. Or they all know each other. They connected together and they all use the same software and they get paid to promote it. There's nothing wrong with that, but just they just need to be honest. And then they start knocking in the little softwares, you know. You might be something as simple as Bigger Pockets and Red Fan or Deal Check or something like that. They start knocking those because that's not good enough for them because they have been sold to sell a system that they get paid. That's why I said make sure you, you use the code that I'm sending you because I get paid. Like I said, it's nothing wrong with that. Affiliate programs are good. Are good if you're using a system. Now, if you're not using a system, the only reason you're doing affiliate program because of the good commission they gave you. You ain't never used it. A lot of them never used it, but they get good commissions. Okay? I was trying that. I mean, I was going to try this credit thing and everything. I was saying, man, I just might as well sell a system. Why? Because I believe that system worked. Even though I, it was too high for me, I couldn't afford it. But I knew, man, that, that thing is bad. That's tough. That'll, that'll cut a lot of time if I get into this program. So I don't mind being uh, promoting that because, you know, I know that'll work. But you still have to put work in it. There ain't nothing magic. You still got to put work in it. I'm not going to promote nothing that I know ain't no good. My point is, don't get caught up in that guru manipulation trap that you got to Pay for a master class. Now, if you want to, you got the money and you, you know, you got ways to get money, whatever it is, that's on you. But I'm going to tell you right now, you can, you can learn a lot of stuff just looking at these YouTube. It's very tempting to start getting into these master classes. They make you feel like you're alone. They make you feel like uh, you, you can't make it too well if you don't do their master class, which is a lie. That, that type of guru talk, I cannot stand. I got a few doors open. I'm not going to do this. I don't want to talk about blah, blah, blah. Like, that's something I got. Man, I ain't got to do that. I can do all right with just these free stuff on YouTube. You telling me, man. I don't need no master class because I'm not looking to make $30,000, dollars $60,000 a month. And you cannot make me feel that I, it's bad because I, 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 can, I can get about five or $6,000 a month. I can. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about me. Because I'm content. I know what I need to be for me to be realistic and content. Now, things can change when you get when I get married or whatever like that. Or I might go into a bigger place yet things can change then. But for now, I know what I need to be. And it took me to, a long time to understand that, okay? Okay. Now. I'm going to end that with this. I hope you got something out of that. I'm trying to get you at a mindset now. You know, I'm trying to get you at a mindset. The next time I talk about on my podcast, on the fourth topic, I'm going to just talk about uh, different niches that you might be interested in, you know, to help you out to make some extra income. But you still need to be realistic, know how much you want to make. And I don't know at all and everything like that, but it's just uh, it's a certain niche I think you can, people can do very well in, you know. So we'll talk about that. You might know certain niches. Either way it go, I'm going to talk about mines. Yours might be something else, but I'm going to talk about mines. So I'm not going to try to persuade you or dissuade you, but I'm going to talk about mines that I'm doing, okay? So until next time, this is Joseph Brownlee.
Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk. Love you all. God bless you. Remember, you don't have to be saved to be forgiven. You have already been forgiven of your sins. Now you can be saved. All you have to do is believe of what Jesus done for you. According to 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4, and he will be your Lord and Savior because you believe what he done on after the cross. I was finna say oh, but after the cross. Believing what Jesus did. His death, burial, and resurrection. Then he becomes your Lord and Savior and you will be sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. God bless you all. Until next time. Body Christ Real Talk. This has been some real talk with Joseph Brownlee. God bless you. Love you all. Peace out. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.